Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Kitman Podcast. My name is Rohan, and as always, I'm joined by Dillette. What's up? And Josh. What's up? Unfortunately, Owen cannot join us today, but we still have a very, very cool episode. We are going to be talking about the Champions League uh, semifinals. Wait, was that quarterfinals or semifinals that just happened? Quarters just happened. We're into the quarters. We'll be talking about the quarterfinals and looking towards the semifinals. Um, So I'll kick things off with the Man City Dortmund game. Um, My MVP that game for both legs has to be Phil Foden. He scored in both legs. Um, He probably should have had a brace in the first leg, but I was very surprised that City actually came away with the win. Um, I definitely think Bellingham's goal should have counted that that first leg. kind of on the ref right there but now we have our oil money derby um with psg city so i'm very excited for that uh who was your mvp in the madrid liverpool game oh probably vinicius to be honest he showed up big for that he cashed in on his um on his brazilian points he's back to not being brazilian again are you sure your mvp is not trent alexander arnold Oh, he also played very well for Madrid. That's a good shot. Yeah. He definitely helped out with their goals, dude. I mean, he just cannot defend the switch. Yeah, yeah. Dude, it's crazy to see how many players Virgil gave a career to. Looking like looking at the current Liverpool team. Where like so yeah, many struggling. of them, they just like so many players just look out of place without Virgil in that team. Yeah, I know. I mean I don't even think Liverpool are going to make Champions League. I mean, they're only a couple of points off of it, but West Ham's looking strong. Chelsea's looking really strong. Um, I don't know, dude. It's going to be tough. Uh, Leicester might choke as they always do. So we'll see that one. Uh, Josh, who was your MVP for the PSG Bayern Munich? I mean, I think it has to go with uh, Mbappe. I mean, scoring two goals. Yeah, he had an assist in the first game, right? Two? think so to Kempembe he might have or not Kempembe Marquinhos but yeah maybe yeah no that was Neymar that was Neymar but um I mean the amount of chances he created in the second game too I mean he scored two goals in the first which is you know immediately put them ahead and then I don't know he's just been he's a wonder kid he is the wonder kid right now yeah man he's just he's just so good so good He's so fast. I mean, I know, right? Absolutely rapid. And he almost had that goal um, in that second leg, but he was called off sides, even though he wasn't. Um, you know what I'm talking about? They were right at the halfway line. Yeah. That ball, get pl- that ball got played early. Yeah. Yeah. Seems to be a reoccurring theme in the Champions League. Early Call- calls? Early calls, call- calling teams goals. I. I don't think I could complain about that, man. Like, legally, I don't think I can complain. <laughs> You've been blessed so far. I've been blessed. Just wait, man. Just wait till United's yeah. in the Champions League. Oh, yeah. The next we'll seven years. I don't, know if, I don't know if United will have the, the corruption juice like that nah. upon their return. I think th- this semifinal tie will decide whose checkbook is bigger and who really controls the referees in UEFA. City in Paris. You know what? Yeah. I'm gonna go along with that narrative solely because I'm 99% sure City are losing to Paris, dude. I'll be really surprised if they do. 
or if yeah, if City if City wins, I'll be really surprised. Yeah, I, same. Like you I just don't have think... a prediction for the game scores. Ooh, I think it'll be like Ooh. like four two. Four two. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. You know what? I will say in, in that Bayern game, it could have been four two both games if Neymar was just a bit more clinical. Like he had the crossbar twice in the second leg, or the post post once crossbar once in the second leg. Missed a couple chances in the first leg, but nah, I, I see what you're saying. And that Mbappe goal got cold, got called off. Shit, four two's realistic, Josh. I'd say probably like three two. Three two. I just don't think that the the city defense is that good. Uh, True. I mean, nah. Paris has got like a one of the best attacks in the world. Yeah, yeah. I think in no, the quarterfinal, if you guys, uh, if you guys had to come up against Holland with Sancho, I think you guys would have gotten rinsed. Because, like, really? Yeah. I mean, if you just look at like even aside from what Sancho does on the field, which is like insane, if you just look at Holland's numbers. With and without Sancho, it's genuinely like Holland already has an insane goal scoring record, but with and without Sancho, it's like it, it's like he goes from like a regular striker to like I think one of the highest scoring Champions League strikers like of all time with Sancho. Well, really? not saying well, not saying that Sancho isn't a good player, but he's been struggling a bit this season, especially in the earlier stages. So I I, I kind of want to question his effectiveness if he was available. Like, w- what are your thoughts on that? Because I mean, he has been struggling this season. Uh, I don't think he's. I think he's been struggling if you compare him to last season in the same way that a, a lot of young players are like, like having like sophomore slumps. But Greenwood, yeah, yeah. I mean, Greenwood's coming out of it though, right yeah, now. Yeah, Gre- Greenwood's yeah. getting out of it now, which is nice to see because he's a dope yeah. player. But like, just uh. Aside from, I guess Sancho's not putting up the numbers he was last season because he was picking up like, like mid thirties in the goal contributions. But like, just what he does in chance creation, especially for Holland, is nuts. Because he'll just get him in the right spots, and then we we already know what Holland will do once he's in those spots. Yeah, I mean, I was surprised that Holland didn't score across either leg. Like, I was saying, if we can hold Holland goalless for 180 minutes, like, that is a feat with or without Sancho. I mean, he's a good, good striker. No, yeah, that's that's impressive. But they, that goes to show how, like, weak the rest of Dortmund is. Like, if, you know, they have to rely on one significant player. Because you look at, you look no. at, what's up? Uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, we saw Bellingham step up. Step up. We saw Roy step up. I mean, Holland still got in behind a couple of times in that first leg. I've never seen Ruben Diaz play that bad for Manchester City. He mm-hmm. was just, he was, he was on the back foot that entire game with Holland. So you're saying that's more of like a, like a, a contribution to how good Holland is instead of. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. I mean, okay. I mean, you're saying like Dortmund's kind of weak, and uh, I agree with that. Uh, a little bit defensively. I mean, Emery Chan both legs kind of sucked. He gave up the handball the second leg. He, I think, was he he made like a terrible pass in the first leg that caused the goal. Um, so yeah, like I I I would say that 
their attack is very good. I mean, Bellingham's good. Giovanni Reyna's getting into the flow of Dortmund a little bit. Um, and, of course, they still didn't even have Sancho. Nah, dude, I think their attack was kind of slacking. Okay. Or, the attack was decent, but a lot of the games across both legs, Holland seemed super isolated up top. And, like, he just wasn't receiving the ball that much. It was, like, it was genuinely, like, one player up and then the rest of the, the nine back. And Holland was just, like, kind of alone. Whereas, I think if Sancho was there, he would do a much better job than the rest of the team of getting him the ball. Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't disagree with that. Um, and they're just a little bit weak down that left-hand flank Dortmund are. Like, I was watching them play, and they're just so compact when they even get it into Manchester City space that it's impossible. That that it allows, like, Rodri to drop in and defend two players at once and cut a passing lane at the same time because they made Rodri look decent that game. Uh, the second leg, because he could just drop in and defend everyone because they're just so compact. There's literally like six players within like 10 yards of each other. Yeah, I think if uh, if Holland leaves um, this summer... To City. To yeah, City, yeah. No, he's not going to City. Uh, it'll, be, it'll be difficult to say, you know, how, you know, how good Dortmund will be. I think... I think Sancho would probably leave, honestly, if he did. I don't know, man. We, we've seen these Sancho talks every single time. Every every transfer window. Um, and it, it's just, like, really weird because if these are just more transfer rumors about Holland going to City, and I don't know if it'll actually happen. So we'll see. I, I, I personally don't think Holland leaves yet. I feel like he wants to accomplish a little bit more with Dortmund. I mean, Dortmund aren't even in a good spot in the Bundesliga. They're like fifth or sixth now. So I, I feel like he wants to accomplish a little bit more with Dortmund before leaving. I mean, I don't know, but they did put a price tag on him. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, so my prediction for that PSG City game, um, I'm going to have to say 3-1 to Paris because... Paris really impressed me with their defending that second leg. Um, they haven't been great in Ligue 1 this year, but they've been pretty, pretty good in, in European competition. They've um, been able to beat Bayern, which I didn't think they'd do personally. Um, and Di Maria that game looked like a vintage, vintage player. He was playing so well. Um, he, was, he put a beautiful ball into Mbappe's path. That Mbappe sweat across to Neymar, and I think that was the one Neymar hit the post on. Um, but uh, I, like like the lad said, I, I don't think City defense can contain Mbappe, Neymar, and Di Maria. Absolutely not. Yeah, there's no way they're going to concede at least. Uh, yeah, I think I think I think we all think they'll at least concede two. Yeah. Yeah, unless Kyle Walker plays out of his mind because Stones is Stones has decent pace, but he's not keeping up with the likes of Mbappe and Neymar. Um, neither is Ruben Diaz. I doubt Cancelo can. So I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I, I feel like City are gonna have possession, like 55-45, but it's just gonna be the counterattack that kills us. Yeah, oh, and yeah. their break is is nasty. I mean, they they go. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, let's talk about the the other quarterfinal game. Um, we have Madrid Chelsea. What are y'all's thoughts on that? Um, I think. Uh, well, I hope Real Madrid will walk out of that one with the win. I I also think that they probably will. Even though Chelsea Chelsea look good, but I I don't think it's just like the just the Real Madrid midfield. I just I never see teams beating them, even though they obviously do lose games. But I, especially not the Chelsea midfield. I don't see beating them. It's like Jorginho, Kovacic, Conte. I don't think they'll they'll struggle to hold the ball against Modric and Kroos and Casemiro. No, I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we saw we saw people talking about how how Real Madrid, uh, their midfield is a little bit too old. They're not sure if if they can handle the likes of Wijnaldum, Fabinho, and Henderson, which they definitely did. Um, they're they're looking like a really good version of themselves. So I don't know if it's. Um, I really don't know what to make of this game because Chelsea, give, giving credit to Thomas Tuchel, they've beat Pep Guardiola this weekend, um, 1-0 in the FA Cup. They've beat Mourinho. They've beat Klopp. They've beat really, really good teams. They they beat Simeone twice. Um, I don't know, man. Zola, what's your prediction for that for that game? Probably like 1-0-2-0 to Madrid. Really, 1-0-2-0. Yeah, I told you, bro. Vinicius cashed in all his Brazil books. He's no longer. He's back to whatever country he's from now. It's not Brazil. He's gonna be an average. He's gonna be an <laughs> average player for the next couple of games. I don't know. But what about Benzema? I mean, Benzema didn't really get to cash in any his his finishing ability there. Yeah, I, yeah. I think he'll probably be the the one goal scorer. But okay. <laughs> yeah. Madrid oh, are very on and off. He's scoring any? I don't see who's scoring any. Chelsea. I still don't know who scores for Chelsea. That's the thing. Like, it, I, I could, You'd have I to could, come through. <laughs> I could All definitely right, see them score. I just I can't identify it as anyone, which is which just makes they it. Gotta harder. put Kepa up. Uh, nah, but is Pulisic is he actually like fully back now? Yeah, he should yeah. be. Yeah, yeah he he's played. Really he played player. really well against Porto. I saw he's him score like. A, I saw him score that like top corner near post finish the other day. I don't know what it was in, but yeah, it was against uh, um, like Havertz assisted it or something. I think it was in the prim. Who were they? Oh, Crystal Palace. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Palace. No, yeah. but he played very well against Porto too. I mean, Porto. Uh, Pe- Pepe at one point even crunched him, so that's kind of an honor. Um, getting crunched by Pepe. Did you also, did you see his heels after the game? He had holes in his socks, and he was like bleeding from how much he was getting like chipped at. Wait, who was? Yeah. Pulisic. Oh, wow. Pulisic. I don't know how you say his name, man. I didn't think people cared about Pulisic like that to hit him. I guess not. Oh, bro, he's raw. He's so good. You don't even know the lead. Yeah, bro. I, I, I don't watch American players closely. <laughs> I, <laughs> kind of, it's kind of a letdown every time. Yeah, I'm going to wait till Pulisic is like, he's got to be like in the final or scoring or something. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, but I don't know. Whoever wins that Chelsea Madrid game has the easiest route to the final. I mean, uh, I feel like Chelsea have the easiest route going through Porto, going through, I guess, Madrid at this point. Um, but 
last episode, I did raise questions about who is going to step up for Madrid, who is going to score, because um, outside of Benzema, at that point, the second leading scorer was Casemiro, which was shocking. Um, so, like like I said, it, maybe Asensio scored. He scored in the last leg. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if Asensio steps up, great. But someone has to step up in these European uh, matches because it can't just be Benzema the entire time. Benzema didn't score. Did Benzema score the first leg? No, it was Vinicius brace right and a Asensio goal. Yeah, and then yeah, goal so, in the second. I mean, Benzema might score, but someone else has to step up and take that role um, and put the team on their shoulders. So I, I don't know who's, who that's going to be. So, Josh, what's your score prediction for that? Um, I'd probably say 2-1 just because I want... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm saying 2-1 as well. <laughs> you say 2-1 for the Pulisic goal? Yeah. <laughs> I want it. It's the only reason I'm going 2-1 with a Mason Mount goal, bro. That's not a bad bad look. Ooh. That's also pretty. I, I forgot. Mason, I'm not going to lie. Mason, Mason Mount will give the Madrid midfield problems. Yeah. He's playing a bunch of old guys. He has the lung, lungs of a freaking of a horse. I think he'll give them a midfield problems. Nobody else in that he's team, a, though. He has a crazy work rate. Yeah. He's really leading the, the whole modern-day number 10, where they just they no longer just waltz around the field like Ozil did. They track back. Yeah. Yeah, speaking of track back, Phil Foden against Dortmund. That's why he was my MVP, bro. Foden against Dortmund was tracking back like crazy. I mean, there was even one where Holland was wide open far post. And uh, shoot, who was a right back? Um, I'm trying to remember, but they had an open crossing lane, and I thought they were going to squeeze it through. Then Foden just comes out of nowhere with a sliding challenge and just clear, clears it out, which was, I mean, man, Phil Foden's so good. Dude, I, I think that's what won y'all the game, honestly, was – um. Him and De Bruyne dropping back, because the yeah. way that the way that Dorman were playing, they were literally playing like like five attackers at a time pushing in. It's like they just had to they had to drop back or else they would concede. I guess that's what they're gonna have to do against Paris because it's not in Pep's DNA to change his entire play style. Uh, I'll take that back. He overthinks the Champions League, but it's against his DNA to not push those wingbacks forward. I mean, those wingbacks are going forward regardless of what happens. And I'd be surprised if they don't, because I want to see how Pep tries to handle this, this defense, because the way PSG are built is a perfect counter to Pep's entire game plan. Yeah. And we've seen, we've seen teams like, uh, I remember Wolves were giving you guys problems last season. I think in some of the recent seasons, Wolves were giving you guys problems. And this is basically going to be like playing Wolves, but instead of Adama, it's Mbappe. And yeah. instead of Raul Jimenez, it's Neymar creating. I want to see who gets a nutmeg by Neymar first. I got my bets on Rodri. Kyle Rodri Walker. deserves it. Rodri just, oh. Kyle Walker. Ooh, you, sure. know you know what? Kyle Walker doesn't get nutmeg very often, though. 
Oh man, it's Neymar's an Omega, and he's gonna get his shit rocked. Remember whenever uh, Messi nutmegged Milner? Remember Milner played for City? That was nasty. That was nasty. Yeah. I'm hoping something like that happens. I hope it happens to like right, De Bruyne. That'll be good. To De Bruyne? Oh, oh, actually, how long is De Bruyne out for? Out? Yeah, he got injured in the FA Cup game. No, dude, no way. Yeah. I'm Googling right now. Hold on. Yeah, I, I saw something where it was like like a couple of weeks. I think I think it's actually like a pretty like a pretty bad one. No significant damage. What we know about Kevin De Bruyne's injuries so far. Uh I'll let you find something on that. But yeah, I, dude, I want him to you get know what's annoying these days. There's a full <laughs> article for these like injuries. Like I just want to know like how long he is out. Like I, I think it might just be a, a case of like they're not sure yet, probably. Because I mean it did just happen yesterday. On the- Oh, minor damage to his ankle. To his ankle? No, dude. Yeah, he... I think it was his. I think it was his swinging ankle too, the right one. Jesus. Clearer update on the situation surrounding the Manchester City star will be known in the coming days. Okay, so they know nothing. Well, I mean, they don't play Champions League this week. They play next week. So I know next week, but I mean, it's an ankle injury, and if it's bad, then it could take like over a yeah. month. Shit, I didn't even know he got injured in that FA Cup game. Yeah. I just know we lost. Like I, I wasn't able to watch it. I'm very. Speaking of the though. FA Cup, I have, I have some issues. What are, what I don't are like the issues? I don't like the praise I don't like the praise that Thomas Tuchel is getting for advancing into the FA Cup. <laughs> Why? Because it was a it was a tin pot trophy last season, and I need the same energy matched. <laughs> because Arsenal won. <laughs> it's unfair. That's why I was I was saying I forgot who I was talking to. I think I think it was to Teddy. I think uh, oh, Teddy was on our on our draft podcast a couple weeks ago. But I was saying I kind of wished that Arsenal won the league whenever it was like like last season whenever it was COVID. Just because I know that it would be downplayed so much if Arsenal won the COVID league. But sadly. No, it's okay because they did it. Because oh yeah. I mean, yeah, we're going to downplay City's accomplishments regardless. But Yeah, yeah. dude, you guys always downplay City's accomplishments for no reason, too. Nah. Don't say oil money. Oil money's an invalid argument. Oil money is probably the most valid argument. You guys paid fifty million for Ben Mendy. <laughs> but nah, the the a lot of uh, articles and pundits and all like the Sky Sports stuff, they're they're giving Tuchel a lot of credit for getting to the FA Cup final in his first season. Well, I mean, he has done a very good job with the team. Like he 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 from where. Okay, I see what you're saying. I was going to say from where he picked up the team, but then I realized where Arteta picked up the team from. But I think it was also downplayed because Arsenal were in 17th at one point this season. That's true. No, but I'm talking about before that. I'm talking about last season, before this Premier League season started. Man got no credit for winning the FA Cup in his first managerial season. 
And I'll be the first to say that he hasn't done an amazing job at Arsenal, but you should at least get credit for that. No, I mean, yeah. No, I definitely see what you're saying. Like, at first, I was like, okay, Gillette's going to go rant about Arsenal now. But I did, I, I did I, have I, to rant about Arsenal. It, I need to find a way to squeeze them into our Champions League episode. <laughs> no, but you, you do have a valid point. Like, I think this might be one of the first things that I've agreed with you on with Regarding Arsenal. Arsenal. <laughs> yeah. Like, he probably does deserve a little bit more credit. I mean, what? He beat City and Chelsea, right? It was Chelsea in the final, City in the quarter. He had a, it was a pretty tough run up to that. But yeah. Yeah. I think we, pay, yeah. we faced three top six teams on the way to it. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, no, that is impressive. But Tugel has done a very good job with the team. And I think he, he's getting more credit than Arteta because of where. Um, yeah, he's doing Chelsea this on top of them challenging for top four. Champions League and top four. Yeah. While at this point in the season, Arsenal were out of Europa, right? Uh, last season? Oh, like around FA Cup time? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think so. Probably. Yeah, out of Europa in like seventh or eighth in the league or something, like battling for a Europa League spot. So I feel like that's why he's getting a little bit more credit. But he also does have much better players. Oh, yeah, for sure. But... That is all we have for you guys today in this episode of the Kitman Podcast. Be sure to join us next time where we'll be talking about the Premier League, which we haven't talked about in a minute. Thank you guys for joining us.